You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. South Asian Islamists announce anti-Indian cyber attack cell, ISIS aspirational cyber offensive capabilities, flash gets patched, new payment fraud patterns emerging, and Chinese and U.S. cyber laws are reviewed. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Tuesday, December 29, 2015. ISIS-Dash adherents appear to be attempting collaboration towards cyber attack capabilities. Consensus among observers of the group's dark web chatter is that Dash hasn't progressed beyond low-grade script kitty levels and that any serious offensive capability remains aspirational. Still, their efforts will bear watching. Persistence pays off. Elsewhere, Jamet Udidawa, nominal charitable and political arm of the South Asian Islamist group Lushkaridaba, barked an announcement that a 24-7 cyber operations cell has been established to hold Indian targets under threat. Indian businesses consider how they and their government should respond. Turkey continues recovery from the recent denial-of-service campaign it sustained. The government talks up its tighter security measures and reaffirms its commitment to building up a cybersecurity workforce. Observers foresee the usual labor market pinch. Adobe patches Flash Player in response to Highway's discovery of a zero-day vulnerability. Analysts regard the out-of-band patch worth immediate attention. Highway says the flaw they discovered is being exploited in the wild. Researcher Chris Vickery has found data for 191 million registered U.S. voters, essentially all of them, exposed online. Vickery blames an incorrectly configured database. No one really knows who's responsible, but early speculation points toward an unidentified customer of political campaign service provider NationBuilder. A presentation at the Chaos Computer Club says flaws in payment communication protocols Poseidon and ZVT could compromise PINs and otherwise enable banking and payment fraud. Widespread U.S. adoption of chip and PIN payment cards in 2016 is expected to shift cyber criminals toward card-not-present fraud, with the sharing economy most heavily affected. Forbes reviews the hottest cybersecurity startups of 2015. New Chinese anti-terrorist legislation is characterized as requiring firms to decrypt on demand. It's unclear how different this will prove to be from requiring backdoors. The Washington Post looks at recent U.S. cyber legislation and thinks those who see it as a privacy disaster are making too much of a relatively modest attempt to foster information sharing. And now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, 
The best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. Joining me is Andre Protas. He's the technical director of the security research team at CyberPoint International. Andre, I wanted to ask you about backdoors. Um, backdoors have been in the news with what's been going on with Juniper Networks. What is a backdoor? Um, so a backdoor is code intentionally left um, to regain access later by an adversary. Um, so for the Juniper case, there are two backdoors that are being discussed. Uh, one is a cryptographic backdoor that is um, an implemented weak encryption um, mechanism that may allow somebody to decrypt traffic. Um, the other one, which we'll focus on, is the actual like code backdoor, so allowing somebody without access to know of a uh, root password and regain access later. And so, again, you know, just from a basic point of view, why would uh, a backdoor like this be put in in a case like with what Juniper's dealing with? So Juniper is one of the largest, um, I guess, ISP-grade uh, router and switch suppliers in the world. It'd be really nice for an adversary to have some sort of access to all those devices. They would want access. It's really easy to gain access to network if you have access to the router. So as opposed to having to send phishing attacks or to send malicious documents to users, all you have to do is just log into the router, set yourself up a VPN account, and you can just walk in and do whatever you need to do. And who would we be looking at for being responsible for, for installing the backdoor in a case like this? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of speculation as to who would have done it. Um, I think there's been a lot of finger-pointing to the NSA and to GCHQ, perhaps. But I think recent um, data has shown that that it's likely not uh, the NSA or GCHQ um, because they're focused on, you know, doing more defensive work. um, And they would likely not backdoor uh, software of U.S. origin. So it's kind of hard to tell who might be behind it. but based on the fact that it showed that an adversary was putting in not only a backdoor for a password, but also some strong um, cryptographic backdoor code as well, um, shows that the attacker wasn't just somebody that knew how to code C, but also had a strong cryptanalysis background or department. Um, so it'd probably be a larger organization rather than just a rogue developer. 
Now, are there tools for rooting out backdoors? Are, are there ways that you can you can go through your system and try to root them out? Uh, there are. Uh, so, but it requires a lot of manual effort. So, there's actually a, a project or a competition called Underhanded C, um, which I've participated in in the past. It's pretty interesting. But the idea is that you write normal C code that has some sort of backdoor or some sort of nefarious action that can be triggered by an outside attacker. This this competition is trying to hide it. So whoever's able to make the most effective backdoor but make it the most difficult to identify is effectively the winner. So um, the reason that this this project didn't, or this backdoor in Juniper didn't seem to get identified is because it looked like normal code. It looked like a debug string, and it would have taken a very smart eye to be able to identify this. And this happened, I believe, in 2012. Um, so this has been sitting around for a long time. It required somebody to identify it at that change. So that, that, that code check-in must have been identified. And I'm, I'm guessing that nobody was going to go back in time to review every code check-in, um, as part of due diligence. So once it's checked in, once it's approved, once it passes quality assurance, then it's just pretty much in the code base forever, um, until somebody comes across it again. Um. <clears throat> All right, I think that's it. Uh, should what about like how did they discover? Should should I ask you how they discovered the Juniper backdoor? Like how uh, once yeah. it's in there, how do you know it? Yeah, you can bring that up. Okay. Yeah. So in the uh, again, I keep coming back. Let me start that over. Um. So in a case like this, how is this backdoor discovered? Was was all of a sudden was was the vulnerability exposed? How, how did they know they had a problem? Yeah, so there's actually a, a lot of speculation about that right now. Um, the thought is because um, nobody was just going to come across this back door unless there is a reason to see it. So the, there, there is either the, the chance that it was identified in the wild. Um, some attacker may have been using this back door to gain access to a system over time, and somebody was able to identify what password they used, identify that, yep, that is actually a backdoor password to alert Juniper, and then you know, push out the patch, or it might have come along during a security audit, um, either within Juniper or with an outside party. Um, I know there's a lot of um, collaboration with, you know, with critical infrastructure software like this, it's going to get a lot of eyes on it to be able to analyze. Um, so it's hard to say how it was identified, but my guess would probably be um, a real live attack was uh, identified and analyzed, and they're able to identify that, yes, there is a backdoor installed. And that led them to identify the second backdoor as well, too. All right, interesting stuff. Andre Protus, uh, Technical Director of the Security Research Team at CyberPoint International. Thanks once again for joining us. Of course. Struggling to secure on-prem apps with modern identity? Don't worry, you're not alone. Join industry leaders from Fortune 500 organizations to secure your apps on any cloud with any IDP, regardless of your environment's complexity. Meet Strata's identity orchestration platform, Mavericks. Say goodbye to the headaches of app refactoring and legacy tech debt. With identity orchestration, you can modernize legacy apps to use MFA or passwordless authentication in a few weeks, migrate from one IDP to another, and so much more without changing the app. No matter your IAM use case, Strata extends the value of your current identity investments. And the best part? You can try it for free today. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire to share your biggest identity challenge. 
and they'll hook you up with a complimentary pair of AirPods Pro. Don't miss out. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire. That's strata.io slash cyberwire. And that's the Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Hey all, Rick here. At N2K Cyberwire, we're dedicated to continuously improving the quality of the news and commentary on our network. That's why we're inviting you to participate in our 2024 audience survey. It only takes a few minutes and your feedback is invaluable. Plus, you'll have the chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card as a thank you for your time. Head on over to cyberwire.com survey. That's cyberwire.com survey to share your feedback now.